0: Welcome to the Service Intel Podcast powered by Aquant. This season, Sydney Lara, our resident service principal, is sitting down with top names in the industry who are rethinking what it means to provide great service. With over 20 years of experience in operations and service leadership, Sydney knows this industry like the back of his hand, and he'll be your guide through it all as we navigate what's next for the service industry. In today's episode, Shannon Timosco joins us for a discussion on the importance of mental health specifically as it relates to prioritizing mental health in the skilled trades and other male-dominated industries. We hope you enjoy today's episode, and now I'll pass things over to Sid.
1: Okay, so really excited to have Shannon Tomoski with us today talking about the importance of mental health, Uh, but not just broadly. More specifically, Shannon, she'll get into this herself, but how it relates to prioritizing mental health in skilled trades, a male-dominant industry. So with that said, I'm going to switch it over to our guest. And uh, Shannon, if you could, please introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your story. Um, I know you're talking about mental health uh, in the past, but more specifically around what made you passionate about the topic.
0: Yeah, thank you for again having me here. Um, mental health is such an important topic. So a little bit about me. My name is Shannon Tomasco, um, and I'm 34 years of age, and I'm an currently electrical finance with the local IBEW here in Hamilton. Um, but how did I get here? Um, uh, Originally, like so many, you know, went the typical college route and I went to, to school for child and youth work, um, you know, working with children and youth. Everything uh, you can think of, their struggles, their challenges um, between the ages of zero and, and 24 years of age. This led me to work in a shelter for homeless youth for a, a handful of years upon graduation. And I absolutely loved this job. Um, here I you know, grew as a person along with helping other people, you know, really come out of some tough situations. But sadly, this job was not a job that really allowed me to thrive. You know, I just survived slowly, you know, going into debt in the gta. It's very hard living on a single income, so I had to maintain um what was my my college supposed to be a short- term college job working in financial institutions, payday loans more specifically, and this evolved into an almost ten year career. but again, you know, not a, a job that I could thrive on. Really just, you know, survive. And, you know, I was twenty nine years of age. I I have wants, you know, I would like to, you know, dream a little bit bigger. And I and I wasn't really happy with my job that I was I fell into. It wasn't a choice. It was just more of a convenience at the time. And so at that time my best friend Maddie, he purchased a home. Uh neither of us are tradespeople. Um but we um, he wanted to do some renovations on his home and, you know, using Google and YouTube. Uh, we, we finished a basement, two bathrooms, renovated the kitchen. Um, but more importantly, this led me to, you know, learning that I, I loved working with my hands. Um, I enjoyed it. And I thought, you know, during this experience, I could do this for an eight hour shift. And, you know, I, I knew skilled trades workers get paid well. I don't think that's a secret, but the, you no, know, I didn't have maybe the confidence that I, you know, could do it, but this experience, you know, gave me that confidence. And so I started to see, search out programs um, here in the GTA to help transition um, people into the skilled trades, specifically women. Um, and so it was through the YWCA here in Hamilton that I got a pre-apprenticeship program. Uh, I was to help, again, get women into the skilled trades. And um, that leads me to where I am now, a third-year electrical apprentice and um, far far more thriving now than just surviving.
1: Awesome. Congratulations! Yeah, and thank you for sharing that with us. So, uh, as I indicated, uh, Shannon, uh, so I said male dominant career, and it's it's no surprise to it, right? In the skilled trade, that's typically what you find. So, and you you talked. I, I want to really get into, you know, why, as you said, um, you know, mental health doesn't have to have a negative connotation to it, but why maybe it's important when it comes to being in the field that you're in. If you could elaborate on the importance as it relates to your field?
0: You know, to start off, I feel like mental health has this bad, this it's got a bad kind of vibe around the title, you know, but if I said to somebody, you know, do you, do you work on your physical health, people would automatically think I go to the gym, you know, if I needed to feel healthier or rejuvenate my body, physical activity is physical health. And then when we talk about mental health, people automatically go to like, it's a negative word. It means people have struggles, but I, you know, more recently for me, mental health has, you know, evolved to be a word that talks about me practicing good mindful activities, meditation, um, thought, these different things to develop my, um, you know, increase my mental health. Um, now, you know, specifically over the last few years, we've really realized the importance of taking care of one's own mental health. Um, but I do think that it's not something that's a really big focus you know, working in these predominantly male industries or construction. Um, sadly, you know, policies and procedures can be made and issued, but those don't necessarily make it down to the bottom line. And And I think we all deserve a happy and healthy workplace. Um, and construction is still that, you know, old school mentality, a little bit less wanting to talk about our struggles and challenges. It's just not really a topic for discussion. And so, you know, we need to start having those conversations because, like I said, everybody deserves happy and healthy workplace. Not, you know, and this isn't just for women, but all people in construction. I know there's a lot of struggles, addiction, um, you know, depression. There's some suicide, lots of stress, and so you know, there's lack of supports to really help people through those those kinds of things, and even less um, understanding um, is given to these people. So that's why I think it's really important um so that we can all have a happy healthy work
1: yeah totally agree shannon and i'm glad you're passionate about it is this something new as you you kind of became passionate about it once you came into the male dominant field or something you always been passionate about
0: i think like for me it's been a personal journey my entire life you know as i said i started out in some, you know in a field called child news work where it is about people and you know helping people grow and grow through challenges and maybe some at that term mental health, you know, there's some diagnosis that your know, people really do experience. And so it started way back in the day for me. And and for me, I think it was because, you know, I, I experienced challenges as a young person. I was bullied. I, you know, I don't particularly would to repeat my my childhood experiences, right? Especially my schooling experiences. Um, and so it, it led me to that kind of industry where I wanted to help other people. They call us wounded healers. There's a lot of them that, you know, feel like they want to help other people through the experiences that they might have had and they didn't have that support. So for me, I think it started a long time ago um, and it's just kind of slowly grown and involved, you know, working in, in the financial institution, I'd had some really good mentors that, you know, really did foster environments of growth, of um, incentivizing your people, developing your people to be, you know, really the best that they can, you know, so for me to make a, a big change to construction, I was a little bit, I knew it would be different, but I was a little bit surprised about how, how much it is lacking in in the field of mental health. And, you know, I had a few experiences myself. Um, One in particular, I can remember, you know, my, I was talking, I had a rough day. We all do have bad days and maybe I'm a little bit more vocal because I am a female. Maybe I'm a little bit more connected to my feelings and and feel comfortable to share. But I was talking to my foreman and I remember him saying to me at the end of it all, you know, I feel the exact same way. I just can't say anything. And I walked away thinking, can you not say something because you've just never grown to sh- be able to share those feelings? Or you just are not in an environment where it's safe to share those feelings. So I think, you know, everybody deserves that kind of space and it, it, uh, that happy, healthy space. And um, I realized that it was, you know, really lacking there in the skilled trades when I joined um, the construction world.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I, I like what you said, with uh, the wounded healer was a great thing but the point you just made right so uh i was leading you down the path male dominant you know and I, i'm going to make an assumption your foreman was a male but just because of the skilled trades right that lack of empathy that exists in that environment is kind of what you're driving towards um which is interesting right so it's it's i think there's a, an opportunity to your point to help lead and guide others because it's not just male or female related, it could be how you're perceived or expected to feel because you're in a rough, rougher, less office-like environment. Um, Can I ask you this, Shannon? Do you see that from your experience in the past versus being in the trades, you find it harder like your foreman did? Is it harder to prioritize mental health when you're in this field or less comfortable, if you will, uh, in this field?
0: Um yeah, I'd say like for myself, I'm very I you know, I practice self-awareness. I think it's really important to be self aware, you know, when you're in a struggle, you know, go to those coping mechanisms that work for you. Exercise, meditation, going for walks, drinking, all these kinds of things. In a in an industry where it's not common practice to talk about these kinds of things, I think, you know, it it is it is very difficult for our that, that kind of group to seek support um and and unfortunately, it just kind of keeps uh continuing the, the struggle that we're all having with mental health um prioritizing is something that you have to be aware of and prioritize and, and if you don't know the that you're struggling and you don't know those ways to cope around it then how do you how do you prioritize that
1: yeah absolutely so It'd be probably safe without putting words in your mouth to say that industry is a little bit behind when it comes to dealing with mental issues, mental health issues. Uh, why do you think that is?
0: Um, I think there's a there's a, obviously a various, very variety of different issues. You know, I think our big corporations, you know, they're really you know the head office departments. They're really good at kind of identifying these things, putting policies and procedures in place, and issuing them out. But when you deal with construction, there's different layers. There's the head office, and there's you know site supervisors and all that stuff you are on a construction site where you're far removed from those people from head office. And so even though you're writing these policy procedures, even though you're putting these things in place, this a conversation, how do you really enforce it with a group of people at the bottom who have been so conditioned, so, you know, they're, this has been working for them for so long, change is hard. Um, and so I think, you know, it, to make that change, what I really think could be the change, you know, I'm, I'm no, I'm, I'm not 100% correct, but I think women really can be that change. You know, as we talk, women come with a variety of different skills, abilities, sensitivities. We're a little more compassionate, a little more empathetic, a little bit more understanding of, of human compassion, humans, our struggles. That's what makes us good nurturers and good, you know, that's why we're good mothers and take care of people. So okay. I really do think that women are the change. Um, you know, when you are looking at an environment, they talk about, Species or invasive species that can really alter an environment. Right? They go in, they change it. Right now, I think the thing that is missing are women. You know, with that, you know, by adding us more into the environment, we naturally have a little bit more empathy, compassion, these kinds of nurturing skills, and I think it will naturally bring out an environment where everybody can a little be a little bit more honest, open, and understanding. So, you know, why isn't it making it down to the bottom? Well, the construction is still the place where it's predominantly male. And so head offices have those kind of balances, but down there at the bottom, it's not quite, you know, that the balance isn't there. And so the change isn't happening. So I think with time, women will create that change.
1: Totally agree. Great, great, excellent point, Shannon. I think, you know, uh, being from field service to being in corporate offices, when you're in those offices, right, you have that day to day visibility, behavior, observation. But to your point, when you're on a job it's kind of like a field technician being at a customer site they're kind of you kind of on an island right and while the mechanisms may be there they're they typically you don't reach out to them because you feel isolated so i think you bring up some fantastic points and i appreciate that
0: and i heard somewhere that you know a really good quote is you know one one woman is a token two women are a minority three is change and it can be real yeah. change and i think that's where we need to get to just more balance um in the workplace um so that we can all kind of have a more happy healthy workplace absolutely
1: awesome thank you how about let's talk about do you see generational gaps when it when it comes to dealing with mental health you now the younger uh the new school versus uh old generations any any input you have there
0: um i do see a little bit yes but it's that's not everybody fits that mold right no. i've found that our you know our our seniors are old are really older ones that um, gentlemen that have maybe not just children but grandchildren are are a little bit more patient for that that learning process they've also probably had years of experiences where they've done been great journey people where they've had opportunity to train and so I really have seen those relationships really great great learning environments the younger ones you know I, I, I've, I it's, it's funny that it's the really younger ones that I've seen that are still resistant to that kind of change they're They're a little bit less patient, a little bit less tolerant. Um, But as I think, and that's just maturity, as we all age, we've seen more life, we've had more experiences, we've had opportunities to really struggle. Um, And so, you know, I think the seniors look out for us all and and definitely they they just kind of are a little bit more helpful and patient. and
1: That wisdom that that experience brings uh, that we can depart on our young ones. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, great point. Um let's talk a little bit about um what why shannon you feel it's important to drive rent to drive mental you know health awareness especially in in the trades Can you talk about why it's important
0: um I've already said you know a little bit about that everybody kind of deserves that that space and um that it's healthy happy uh not only do we deserve that but I think it's so important for safety you know too. i i yep. think Um, in these kinds of environments, you need to be 100% focused, 100% healthy. You know, because there are times when you have to be so focused because you know, injury could occur if you're not right. So, not only for the safety, but again, you spend well, not again, but you spend more time at work than you do at home. And so, we want to create these environments where people, you know, feel safe, not only you know, with the job that they're doing, but the feelings that they're having. Um, that they feel safe to communicate if they have struggles, we don't want anybody experiencing hardship and then, you know, putting themselves, other people in in danger and potentially just, you know, causing a a more difficult work environment for everybody.
1: No, totally agree. Safety. Uh, yeah. uh, The impact that it has to, to your daily work and, and, and others around you as well. So excellent point. Um, What would you say, if we start leading towards closing up our conversation, because I think you've brought some great points, Shannon, I really appreciate it, is what do you think needs to change, right? Do you have any ideas of how skilled trades or other male-dominated, you know, uh, places for that case can improve on mental health? Any suggestions?
0: Well, not only I think I talked about how the women can participate in that big change, but I think education is really important as well. Um, Empowered people, you know, make or educated people making better decisions. Allows them to empower themselves to make better choices. Um, and so, I, you know, I, over my own kind of experiences, I thought in Canada we have, you know, the trade schools where you go for levels of block placement. So depending on the trade, it's normally about three block placements. And I kind of thought it would be interesting, You know, why don't we add in either a new course or another level of trade school? I call it train the trainer. Right. So the the fun thing about the skilled trades is that you have that journey person and apprenticeship relationship. It's really important for the well growing, uh, and learning and development of that apprentice. And so, you know, what better can we do than send out a bunch of more qualified journey people to be that to take on that next step? You know how you know courses might include things like how to teach. Right. Some people are not teachers, but if you kind of equip them with a little bit more support and ideas maybe they'd be a little bit better things like in at, you know you could talk about soft skills on you know compassion understanding and you can include it of course about mental health and the importance that it has for you your family for your workplace so education is a, you know another big piece that can really help uh, change the industry um but that that make that's a big change in the industry i don't have control over
1: <laughs> yeah no no i think that's a, a great piece of advice the education piece, of- the coaching example you gave or the teaching examples is a, is a, is a, is a great one. Um, you talked about earlier, you know, uh, bringing more women into the industry will help, uh, influence and couldn't agree more, but is there anything else you would say that, you know, that, that that's going to take time and convincing folks working with their hands? Is, it's a certain types of people, whether it's male or female, um, typically doesn't attract typically female, right? So do you think when you're limited, I would say, or, you know, uh, with having the momentum of adding women into the workplace and to a trades in workplace, is there something more specific you think you can recommend being proactive as a woman to help influence that in your position today?
0: Um, I think it's important that women remember that, because that right now, because we are such a minority, that we are a representation of kind of the rest of us right so um you know i know that a lot of my in my experiences you know when the gentlemen on this construction site have things they've had struggles i think that i've been a a, a person that i know some of the deepest darkest secrets because the, they feel comfortable sharing them sure things about talking about you know death maybe or um you know or their highlights they have a baby and they want to share the picture of their baby with someone well most men are only going to entertain one picture and be like, yo, that's great. But, but like me, I'm excited to see a baby every single day. So knowing that we, you know, our energy, I think it's important. As a person who works in energy, I believe in also the energy that we bring into the room. And knowing that we are different. As much as we deserve equality, we are not the same. <laughs> we are not built equal. None of us are. Male, female, whatever. None of yep. us are. So knowing that you, you know, can have that change through just your energy, um, is a, is a power position, powerful position to be in right now. And, you know, as trailblazers, all of us women in this industry were trailblazers and, you know, um, the experiences that we have with everybody is remembered because we are normally either the first or one of their first female they've ever worked with. Um, so making sure that those moments are, um, good for both parties so that yeah. it does encourage change and that you know i think our work ethic really does shine through um and and re- just remembering that we're a reflection on kind of all of us at this time
1: excellent excellent thank you yeah. all right uh shannon it's been a brief but awesome impactful conversation i'd like to thank you again for joining um for this podcast uh, but before I go, I'd like to turn it back over to you one more time, and maybe if there's anything we left out, you haven't talked about, like to raise now's the time.
0: Um, I think I, uh, the one thing I'd like to mention is the benefits that the skill trades have for our mental health. Goal. You know, as a person who struggled with my own, you know, levels of anxieties and depressions, I've visited doctors, I've visited counselors. You know, I've I've done energy work. Um, If you go to a doctor, a good doctor is going to ask you or he prescribes you any or she prescribes you anything if you exercise, right? This is a basic thing that you can do to help contribute to your physical and your mental health. It it actually helps your mental health. And so the one thing, one of the things I love about construction and skilled trades is that that, um, natural, you know, you're working every day. You're contributing to your own mental health by the physical exercise. Additionally, one of the things that I think You know, I I really do love that with skilled trades is that confidence building piece. I mentioned it briefly before, but I think it's really important that, um, you know, for example, me as a woman growing up, I've heard many a times or people have said to me, like, I just wish, you know, Shannon, if you could just have this a little bit more confidence, like if you just had a little bit more self-esteem. And I've always walked away, especially as a young person, you know, when people say that to me, you know, so confused with, well, where do do I find that? Like, (laughs) how do you fix that? You know, and the key is confidence is built by competence and the skill trades presents you every single day, new tasks, new jobs, things that you might not be completely confident or yeah, confident about, or, you know, you know, the skills and that day that you spend working it through, you're actually building confidence. But at the end of the day, when you're successful, it builds on your confidence. So confidence is built by confidence. It's by trying over and over again until we're successful Um, And I think our young people and all of us, even me, to this day, we spend way too much time on our phones, watching TV, not actually kind of experiencing the world, um, And the skilled trades, construction, whatever you might be in this hands-on kind of work really does kind of um, help tap into that kind of confidence building.
1: I love it. Awesome, Shannon. Fantastic. What a way to end the session. I love that quote. I'm going to keep it with me. Uh, Confidence builds confidence. I think uh, very applicable to our conversation today, but... Uh, could be applicable in multifaceted uh, approaches. So thank you, Shannon, for joining us today. It was a real pleasure and hopefully talk to you again in the future.
0: Thank you very much for having me.
1: All right. Bye-bye.